Tales is brought to you by EXO Auto Works. EXO Auto Works is Colorado Springs' home of the $40 synthetic blend oil change. Call now, 719-375-3232, or visit exoautoworks.com to make your appointment. Enharmonic Studios. Enharmonic Studios is a hybrid digital analog facility designed to be quality and affordable to anyone who wants to make history. Call today, 719-963-2020, or go to facebook.com slash enharmonicstudios. Trevor's Beard is brought to you by The Beard Struggle. The Beard Struggle is my go-to for beard hygiene and styling products, so you should click the link below and use the code TLANE15, that's TLANE15, for 15% off your order. The Toolbar, our new line of handmade soap produced in partnership with Crafts by Carolyn Lane, available on Etsy. This soap packs a punch of manly scent, like oak and fig, fresh cut lumber, cedar, and more masculine fragrances being developed all the time. With the soft touch of natural oils to cleanse and moisturize, use the link below to buy the toolbar now. Once you try it, you'll never want to wash with anything else. Imagine. Imagine all the heavy duty vehicles. All you have to do is think about them. Imagine that they produced zero emissions. Did you ever pretend about things like that before? Well, you all imagined it. And that's like growing something of your own. That's why we're here today. From EXO Auto Works. Streaming all over the world. It's your weekly dose of toxic masculinity. With Eric Madrid. Because if too many people are just running around with their dicks out, it's called the Harambe variant. And Trevor Lane. A a day. <laughs> no. A <of> Karen. <laughs> it's mad. I love the uh, um, auto-generated captions for your <laughs> Karens. What does it say? <laughs> so it says, "So Tent. it's a it's a lot of Karens," <laughs> <laughs> which still makes sense, I guess. <laughs> I suppose. I uh, I got to tell a story right up front. So I was at work. I could be getting fired over this. We'll see. Sweet. I was at work and I'm on the elevator and this lady gets on and the door shuts and starts going down the lady or the elevator, the elevator. And I go, can I smell your pussy? And she's like, Oh no, absolutely not. And I go, Oh, well it must be your feet. Yeah, you'd definitely I, get fired over that. I heard that this week and then had to uh, had to pass it on because I always, found it very funny. Always better than the first person? <laughs> yeah. Always. Always. All jokes are yeah, better than the first person. It's definitely more funny that way than, uh, I know this guy. I know this guy. I heard it from a friend who, <laughs> heard it from a friend who, I don't know what's wrong with my hearing aid today. There we go. 
<clears throat> well, I called it. My last day was Friday. Yep. Non-stop calls and, hey, what's this? And, hey, what's that? <laughs> hey, wh- what's happening with this? Uh, were you not at the meeting? <laughs> Do you, if you recall, I data dumped you on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, also, it's in our, it's in our, there, <laughs> it's in your business software. Yeah. Uh, all annotated, noted, scheduled, like. According to the. SOP you drew up, I'm sure. Yep. <laughs> so <sighs> I was hesitant to Oh and then all of, all of the clients are calling bugging me. So why isn't anybody working this week? Why is nothing getting done? Uh, 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 like ten people calling me. I'm like, well, I haven't answered any of them back or because uh I'm waiting for my last paycheck to get here. Yeah. <laughs> and then I can be a dick. Right. I'll be like, well, I don't know you shit. You don't know me shit. Guess what? Yeah. Uh, just tell people the truth. I don't work there anymore. And um, sorry, your shit's never going to get done. Yeah. Why was it so hard? Why is like the one, the one cat. I'm like, well, you, you and I know each other, right? He's like, yeah, yeah. You're the only one working here. I'm like, Why do you think that is? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we used to have a bunch of like subcontractors working around here? Yeah. And then uh, all of a sudden like they didn't. Yeah. Pay your subs. Yeah. That's what it boils down. So yeah, it's been weird. No super fun jokes, but uh no no <sighs> pussy smelling at your <laughs> No. No more than the usual. <laughs> What's the usual? <laughs> <laughs> no more than the usual amount. Ah, uh, we're gonna get canceled. Probably. Good. <laughs> it's the world to be a better place. Yeah. Especially after when we get into the news. Well, yeah. Because <clears throat> I think I think we're gonna help a lot of people. You know, figure out what words mean. Uh, we're gonna try. We're gonna try. We're gonna try. We're gonna try to do it. See what words mean. Well, with that, we'll get into it. I Let's guess. Let's do it. I really like that uh, that newsroom footage. You like that? Yeah, I like that. I, I like the... I wish uh, we had those guys. Right? <laughs> That'd be great. I have so many push buttons. It just reminds me of that, that movie where... Uh, uh, what was it? Contact? Where she dials in the aliens using an HD 3000 harmonizer from Eventide. <laughs> and two ADAP machines to contact aliens. Yeah. That was good. That was the one where um, you're left wondering if it was all real. Yeah, Jodie Foster. Like she just spun through the thing. Yeah. And then to everybody else, she just dropped through and yeah. like, nothing, she had, nothing happened. And no, she's I was, like, no, I, no, I like was there. You're like <laughs> hanging out. I learned all this stuff. Uh-huh. Anyways, uh, we're going to learn something. <laughs> right. On the, tam- on the tampon show. Yeah. I had, to look, I had to look three times. From the Tamron Hill show with uh, Hall, sorry. Uh 
speaking to a plus size model named Tess something. How was it affecting your day to day, both professionally and personally? Because you're dealing with this. It's not a secret. They notice it, but it's not diagnosed. And the problem is there, but it's not. It's not been named. Let's pause it right there. It was extremely hard. The title of this entire <laughs> segment <clears throat> was is dealing with being an anorexic. Yep. Play on, McDuff. So she's anorexic. Anorexic. But I had normalized it so much. I, I... You know, Tess Holiday, like you said you earlier, when you have so many people saying things to you online, I'm tough as nails, but it gets to you. And you kind of, you, it, it's, I would be lying if I said that it, it didn't affect me. And so when I hear people saying all you do is eat and you eat, it's like you almost believe it, even though I know I'm not. So. First problem I have with this is that they they named her plus size model. Should have just been model. Sure. You don't need to categorize. What do, do they have a um, do they have a uh, category for you know wafy model like heroin chic model like? Well, I think I think the logic is that. Uh, the normal model is the wafy heroin addict looking. <laughs> <laughs> so then somebody like Amanda Cherney is a plus size model. I don't know who that is, but she's a Playboy model forever now. An Instagram influencer. Probably. Runs around with her dogs, does goofy skits. Uh, I would remember Vines. Mm-hmm. She kind of jumped on that whole bandwagon. Yeah, but she's like, I guess she'd be considered a plus size model then. I guess. She's not at all. Normal. I don't know. But again, uh, this is dealing with anorexia. Anorexia, yes. Anorexia. So Tess, Tess Holiday is anorexic. Right. The woman on the screen right now. <laughs> right. It's anorexic. Yes. So it was extremely isolating. It was uh, lonely. And I will say that getting a diagnosis does feel wonderful, but it is extremely lonely. It's a, it's sometimes I really fight with the shame of it, which I think is the hardest part. Um, but how are you dealing with regaining your voice, your message, and the intention of the, the message that you wanted on Instagram, which is, this is my journey, and I know I'm not alone. How are you resetting this for you and to help other people who want to hear it? I just take it. Right, I'm going to pause it for a second because I have a question. I'm oh. trying to remember the difference between anorexia and bulimia. One of those goes through cycles of binges and purges, and I don't remember which one. The bulimia. Bulimia. Okay. So that's where you eat, 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 and then you're like, you regret it. So you either take laxatives or shove a finger down your throat or whatever. Right. Which anorexia is without the binging? You just purge? Nope. Um, by and large, anorexia <clears throat> is a not consuming of food. Okay. Um, 
fasting, like ridiculous fasting. Okay. So, like all those people you see come out of concentration camps. Right. Bone deficiency, complete water loss. And the psychological aspect is they look in the mirror, and even though you can see ribs, they're like, I'm so fat. Right. I need to keep losing weight. I need to keep losing weight, yes. Okay. Just wanted to make right because I could I could see a binging and purging cycle happening with this person that would be unhealthy. Absolutely, I'm not seeing the other one (laughs) unless it's hiding behind there somewhere. Unless she ate the anorexic. (laughs) All right, we're going to hell day by day, and. Like today, I tried to feed myself. Didn't do that great. And uh, like, like is she when getting I- at that she had to like force food force because feed, she yeah because she's anorexic. She had to force feed herself. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> this is a this is a serious problem. Okay. Many 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 women are, are afflicted with. I don't this. doubt that at all. No, this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just a river in Egypt. And many, many women are afflicted with Denial. it. Denial. I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah. Guys do it too. We're the worst. I look in the mirror like, God damn, you're handsome. And then I catch myself in the mirror, you know, sober. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like I scare myself. Yeah. Like, Jesus, Murphy. Okay. Um. All right. Yes. Okay. So. Anorexic. For someone like her, wouldn't that just be an intermittent fasting diet? Because <laughs> to me, it seems like anorexia doesn't become anorexia until you're causing problems. And you're there's something again. With, we'll have to look it up. Like we do research, whatever. Yeah, there is something about a BMI index. Okay, I think I just said BMI index index. Yeah. Body mass index index. Yeah, well, I yeah. say pin number all the time. That's I'm a moron. I do that too. Right? <clears throat> there's there's something with your BMI that you know will put you into um, that category of being you know that under uh, underweight. Right. Um, there is a different BMI index for having um, extra shoulders. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't understand. Well, what gets me here in a minute is the, the support group aspect of it. Oh yeah. You're, you're, you know, you're, you're anorexic. Oh, they clap. They're like, oh, we feel so sorry for you. You, you can't eat. (laughs) Yeah. One of your guests said earlier, I just try to be gentle with myself. I try to remind myself that how I'm feeling, if I'm having these bad feelings, is temporary. And I also take... um, (laughs) I don't know what the audience member said. It's all right, girl. It's okay, girl. Something like, yeah, you're good. Yeah, whatever. I take immense pride in the fact that uh, 
I understand that I was given this platform originally for modeling. Not given, I busted my ass. Yeah. I don't know if I can say ass. <laughs> I busted my butt <laughs> to get here. But I, I feel immense yes, you gratitude do. and pride that <laughs> I am able to immense. sit here with you and talk about such hard things and know that there's somebody on the other side that feels less alone, that maybe <clears throat> says to themselves, I'm going to get help, asks for help, uh, starts taking care of themselves in the way that they deserve because... You know, plus size or not, we all, everybody deserves food. Everybody deserves to eat. You know, it's. It lost, I got lost in the narrative, which narrative they're trying to go with. Um, Maybe we should have researched and I like went and looked at her, uh, her channel. Maybe she was even bigger than this a while back. Okay. Right. Some kind of drastic, like. Yeah, maybe. You lost like a hundred pounds in a month. Yeah, maybe she was. um, But. I would just float this out there, though. Even if that happened, that just means she's burning the stored fat that she has. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't you, know. You could get into some micronutrient deficiencies losing weight like that. You could. But. Well, and she's what? She's got to be, what, around 30? Age-wise? Yeah. Yeah. She's around 30, so. You know that kind of weight, guaranteed. She's not taking calcium. It's there. There's no calcium in two liter bottles of diet cola. You know. Let's see if there are some. There it is. Other pictures. So I mean, we're, let's talk about some you know osteoporosis stuff happening to her. Um. So number one, that must be ink because it's always there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it doesn't change with the outfit. Um, what's going on with this one? Photoshop. Is it or is it? <clears throat> yeah, she used to be a little smaller. No, maybe. No. I don't know. Or she just knows the girl trick of camera angles to make her face not look fat. All girls know that. Yeah. That's the girl trick. Yep. Um, I don't know, man. I don't see anorexia being a thing. (laughs) That Disney one. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I don't know, man. This is not anorexia. If, Maybe, you know, if you're going to go on a talk show, you're going to do that as a, <clears throat> say, oh, well, I need to tell my story and I need to, well, then just tell the real story. Like, I'm a big girl. I like to show off. People have paid me lots of money for it. I'm doing all right. Yeah. I'm not, I just don't get the anorexia I don't either. thing and what medical professional diagnose that yeah that would be a hard sell well i mean you can buy them off these days but I guess. Uh, it's like that uh <laughs> key and peel sketch about getting the marijuana license <laughs> he keeps he keeps asking like uh okay do you have glaucoma nope does your back hurt he's like no <laughs> no and finally the guy's like okay i need something 
and he just keeps answering honestly, which means he doesn't have any medical problems. Yeah. So finally, the doc slaps him in the face. He goes, "Does your face hurt?" <laughs> he goes, "Yeah," and he's like, "There we go. <laughs> Here is your medical <laughs> marijuana <laughs> card." <laughs> I don't understand the pity party. Yeah. It was really grasping for something to put on the air. Yeah. It was, that was, that was messed up. Well, that was messed we'll, up. We'll move on to something else. Um, have you heard of this movie? Now I need to look at the script because I don't remember what it's called. Have you heard of this movie, Power of the Dog? <clears throat> no. Well, it's a Western set uh turn of the century so 1900 i think like 20s actually it's late later on than you would expect a western to be set um although western just means it's cows out west they have cows and stuff leather um well (laughs) it's been billed at least by the main star benedict cumberbatch as uh you know going after the toxic masculinity of the west and it's directed by a Strong, powerful woman and all this stuff. So we're going to watch the trailer. Oh, boy. And then we're going to see what um, Sam Elliott had to say about it. (laughs) (laughs) Who is not in it. I'm going to, you know, so if you think it's a glowing praise or something, that's not quite it. that toxic masculinity you messing with someone only another man Also, not one dog. <laughs> yeah, not one dog. In the trailer. <laughs> All right, so let's see. We've got the, uh, there's the cowboy trope. There's the, it looks like revenge, because um, they stole directly from Once Upon a Time in the West, like lifted the whistling directly. I think there's a little bit of that. The the, the um, tagline is charismatic rancher Phil Burbank, who I believe is a Cumberbatch, inspires fear and awe in those around him. When his brother, the that Plemons guy, uh, brings home a new wife, Kristen Dunst, and her son, the skinny dude, I'm think I presume. Yeah. Phil torments them until he finds himself exposed to the possibility of love. Well, let's see what Mr. Sam Elliott had to say. Which, by the way, um, I love Sam Elliott, but I don't think you can quite call him a great actor because his acting is just to go, I'm Sam Elliott and I'm this guy. (laughs) Here's a mustache. (laughs) He doesn't really, like whoever he's playing just is, you know, 
he's just him being that person. Sure. <clears throat> so, <laughs> but we'll uh, we'll check this out. This is from the uh, WTF podcast with Mark Marin. Did you did you see Power of the Dog? Did you watch that movie? Yeah, you want to talk about that piece of shit? <laughs> you didn't like that one? Fuck no. Okay, why? I'll tell you why. Okay. I read a fucking... I didn't like it anyway. And by the way, Sam Elliott is the king of the modern Western. Like... I mean... You almost... It's almost a federal offense to make a Western without putting him in it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I mean... Like, I don't see how you make a Western and don't put Sam Elliott in there. I mean, they had a show called The Ranch. They had to put him in it. Yeah. <laughs> state law. Yeah. Colorado state law. Yeah. I looked at it when I was down there in Texas yeah. in 1883. Yeah. And what really brought it home to me the other day, what I, what I said, do you want to fucking talk about yeah. it? Yeah. There was a fucking full-page ad out in the L.A. Times, and there was a, a review not a review, but a, a clip, blurb, a clip. Yeah, yeah. And it talked about the uh, evisceration of the American myth, huh. which I guess was their goal <laughs> with this movie. Interesting. The myth of the West. We're gonna kill it. Okay. And I thought, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? What does that this mean? This is the guy that's done westerns forever for his whole life. The evisceration of the American West. I mean, they made it look like, what are those? What are all those dancers, those guys in New York that wear bow ties and not much else? Uh-huh. Remember them from back in the day? Oh, the Chippendales? Yeah. Yeah. That's what all these fucking cowboys in that movie look like. Uh-huh. They're all running around in shaps and no shirts. There's all these illusions of homosexuality yeah. Yeah. throughout the fucking movie. Yeah. So I have to say, I listened to this first, so my opinion may have been tainted, but I caught a bit of like gay sexual tension in the from the trailer. Sure, but it was after I heard this, so I wasn't sure if that tainted my. No, I caught a little okay. bit of that homoeroticism. There was a little like, I don't know if he's going to beat this kid up or fuck him. <laughs> well, could go either way. <laughs> a little of both. I think that's what the movie's about. Yeah. Well, what the fuck does this woman from... Who, Jane Campion? Yeah. She's a brilliant director, yeah. by the way. I love her work. <laughs> right. Previous work. Sure. But what the fuck does this woman from down there come... Oh, New Zealand. New Zealand. Right. Know about... The American West. The American West. And why in the fuck does she shoot this movie in New Zealand and call it Montana? It's good. This movie. And say, this is the way it was. It's got you, this movie. So that's that fucking rubbed me the wrong way, pal. <laughs> yeah. And the myth is that they were these, you know, macho men out there with the cattle. Yeah. I'd just come from fucking Texas where I was hanging out with families, not men, but yeah. families. Yeah. Big, long, extended, multiple generation families right. that made their living. And their lives were all about being cowboys. And boy, when I fucking saw that, I thought, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Where are we in this world today? 
That well, I mean, well, I don't know. That that's the biggest uh, issue at hand. I, it, well, no, it's I, not the biggest issue. Sure, at hand, no, but it's for, for me. It was, but, it was but, the only issue, right? But you because can't, there was so much of it. Do you? I mean, Cumberbatch never got out of his fucking chaps. He he had two pair of chaps: <laughs> a woolly pair and a leather pair. Yeah. And every fucking time he'd he'd walk in from somewhere, I don't know where in a fucking, he, he never was on a horse, yeah. maybe once. <laughs> yeah. He'd walk into the fucking house, storm up the fucking stairs, go lay on his bed in his shafts and play his banjo. And it's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, but, 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 Where's the Western? Where's the Western in this Western? I, I, I get what you're saying, but you can't, but there's no part of you that's knowing Western art films Western. and knowing a separation that this is a specific <laughs> well, story. Here's the and thing. that, you know, the idea that it's, yeah, I think. Do Mark Maron just blabs on for me. Do you see that clip where uh, they were talking about one of Denzel Washington's movies, and they're like, "Why'd you have to get a black director?" You know, and he's like, "It's not about color; it's about culture." And he's like, "Well, no, but he's like," and then Denzel's like, "Look, you know, he's like, um, um, fucking dude did. Uh, I can't think of it." Dude did Godfather. He's Italian. Oh, um, Coppola. Coppola, yeah. Okay, so he, he, you want, he's like, you want some black dude from that grew up in Harlem to direct that movie and and bring it home. He, or do you want a guy whose name said, ends in a vowel? He said Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he's like Spielberg. You know, he did, uh, <clears throat> he did uh, Shawshank, right? Or no? Excuse me. Oh, uh, you think Schindler's, Schindler's List? Yeah. He's uh, you want, you know, you want some uh, Mongolian dude that's shooting cool-ass videos, you know, nature videos. I can't remember that guy's name, Shunyu or whatever, mm. that shoots those awesome videos for Nat Geo. You want him to direct Schindler's List? It's culture. Yeah. These motherfuckers grew up in it. He's like, the reason we have a black director that's doing our movies because he knows what it is like to grow up in Harlem and have the the smell of the street or or wouldn't you have to use a hot comb to fix your hair or you know what I mean all that shit yeah. I was like yeah it's not yeah. about color so when you've got some woman from New Zealand making a manly a cowboy Western about Montana nineteen circa nineteen twenty something. Yeah. You are cashing in on your really affordable place to film a movie. In the form of New Zealand, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and the cachet of the whole Brokeback Mountain phenomenon that happened yeah. a while back. You're you're making a cash grab. You're not making art. I mean, I'm sure it's. It looked pretty. The direction is probably was really nice, but I think they. Uh, yeah, we'll watch it. We'll see what we think. And I and I think his gripe though is that it's like. <laughs> I don't know if it's if they're landing on thicker than broke back, but that <laughs> doesn't matter. If the homosexual undertones maybe aren't so under. <laughs> you know? If 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 that was the movie you're trying to make, then don't. Don't make it a period piece. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. There's a lot of. 
There's a lot of social justice nonsense, especially in Hollywood. Yeah. Like the new Vikings series that's coming out. The Earl, I forget his name. Clearly, it's a Viking ruler, so it's a white male. Historic. That's just a historical fact. Yes. Is being played by a black woman. Because <laughs> diversity. But it's like, but that wasn't a diverse population. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And the other thing that bugs me is there's never calls for diversity unless you're talking about white people. Amy, Amy used to call all this shit the revisionist history syndrome. Yeah. She hated it. Yeah. There's hated not, it. and it, it it would be one thing if they were like diversity for, uh, you know, not that it makes any sense, but if, if the cry was for diversity all the time, then it would be, well, we're making a movie about Africa. Who's the star? Benedict Cumberbatch. Yep. <laughs> that should be God what's happening. Right. But that doesn't happen. Who's, it's, only, who's, who's, it's only we're making a movie about who's, Vikings. Who's yeah, the star? We need this Ken, black female. Kenneth Branagh as, <laughs> as Queen Nefertiri. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, Kenneth Branagh as Nefertiri. And especially, I guess it's on Netflix now. It's not on history. But for a series that at least started with some modicum of it's a historical drama. <clears throat> I get that it's not going to be uh, stuff like this is never completely 100% historically oh, accurate. No. Even, even if they're doing their best, even history books are 100%. Well, you'll get, but you'll get stuff like uh, there was a scene in the first Viking series <clears throat> that I vividly remember where someone put their feet up on a table and I get, you don't want to walk around with uh, just leather on the bottom of your foot because you might step on a rock or something and we're spoiled. But don't have a shot that shows the guy's vibrant souls. <laughs> you know That's, what I mean? Yeah. And they kind of panned by it quickly, but it was like, it's there. And if you know what you're looking for, yeah. it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's like a hiking boot sole. <laughs> uh, come on, guys. Uh, so, you know. Stuff like that happens, but to go out of your way to just inject woke, we're gonna, we're, woke nonsense we're, we're, into something. Yeah, we're going to rewrite history. Is, so uh, why? Is silly. I don't understand why make a, the make a fucking futuristic Viking movie. Go sci-fi with it. Sure. I mean, because in the future, look at Star Trek in the 60s. You had a a commie, you know, let's remember, I'm in the 60s. You had a commie, one of those darn ruskies, one of them ruskies over there, and then you had one of them, them. Uh, uh, I don't even want to say it. Commie's the only one I'm going to say. You had the Japanese guy sitting at, at ops. He had the 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 drunk, the Scotsman over there in engineering. <laughs> you had the alien, right? And then you you get a black woman on the bridge in a command position. Yeah, yeah. We're talking Star Trek 1960s, and she was going to leave the show. If it wasn't for Martin Luther King, at least that's the story. I don't that, know. The truth. Uh, she tells the story. She tells as, it as, as as though that's what happened. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> but here's here's the brilliance of you know Gene Roddenberry. His that was woke. That was like well, in the future, it's going to be we're all in this together. Like yeah, it, we we all have to band together because there's worse things out there than each other. Right, right. We got to fight the Romulans. Like there's worse shit out there. We need to fucking figure our shit out. And that's what I got out of it when I was a little kid. Yeah, yeah. And then he took it way too far with uh, <laughs> the first, what was he alive for, like the first two or three seasons of Next Gen? 
Um, But while he was alive, the rule was, and you can see this in the first season and it kind of drags it down. um, He wanted no inter, inter, how do you word it? No conflicts between anybody on the ship. It was all external conflict. Yes. So there was no drama. There was no like, I'm upset with you because of like, we've moved beyond that. I'm like, do people ever move beyond like getting upset with each other over nonsense? I don't think that happens. Maybe we're not racist or sexist, but (laughs) no. And uh, you notice there were dudes wearing skirts and chicks wearing pants. Yeah. They did that for a little bit. You know, I, I was a little kid. I, you know, a young man, what were we in the early nineties, middle school, high school. So it's like, I didn't even think anything of it. I mean, I would never be caught dead in my high school wearing a, a skirt. I'd have got murdered by a bunch of dick faces. Yeah. I'd never watched Star Trek. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't even notice. I didn't even care. Well, uh, let's move on. Good tangent, bro. To the rest of the news. <laughs> Jesus. So we've talked to last week. I talked a little bit about Ukraine. I don't want to get into a whole lot, number one, because as you see from the headline here, shit can get pulled off of YouTube if you're not saying the right thing. Um, (laughs) Number two, I don't know what the real story is. There is propaganda coming from everywhere. And my kind of initial point that I'll, I'll say on Ukraine, this is being painted as if there is a black and white good guy, bad guy situation going on. And that is not fucking true. (laughs) Um, Is Putin's invasion justified? I wouldn't quite go that far, but there have been things in recent history where I can see him going, you know what? That's enough. Well, that dude's a stone cold killer. Um, That guy's brutal. Like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's not a, I've seen him go, I've seen him about put, you know, one of our presidents in a fucking arm bar. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like, if you look at the history, and I don't want to go back too far because you can go back way, way far with this. But if you go back to the 90s, the Soviet Union collapses. For And I, for reasons I still don't understand, NATO continues to exist, even though their existence was to stop the Soviet Union. Um... And the deal was NATO put this out in many, many, uh, there are transcripts of conversations between NATO officials and Russian officials where they go, not one foot east will the NATO line move. We won't add any countries to the east. Well, at that time, there were 12 countries, I want to say, in NATO. Now there's like 30. And guess where they all are? Further east. (laughs) So when that was... When and I don't think it was Putin then. I think it was still maybe Yeltsin. Uh, he said, "Well, like what the fuck?" And NATO went, "Well, we never signed a treaty saying that we wouldn't." It was kind of one of those. Well, yeah, we said that in a meeting, but but you we didn't paper? sign anything. Yeah, paperwork on that. <laughs> then you have in 2014. Oh, so at that same time, <clears throat> Ukraine had Soviet nukes in their country. They did not want to be part of the Russian, the new Russian Federation. They wanted to be an independent country, which I guess all of this former Soviet socialist republics were allowed to do, and that's what they chose. Um, 
the request was made, will you denuclearize? And they said, well, what happens if somebody fucks with us? An agreement was come to where if NATO is the aggressor, Russia would help them. And if Russia was the aggressor, NATO would help them. And they went, okay. So the nukes go away. <laughs> Fast forward to 2014. They have a UN monitored fair election. The West slash NATO doesn't like that guy. So they do a coup. <laughs> this is like, I think they call it a liberation, but it's like, it's, it's a, a coup. coup. They oust this guy and he was more or less friendly, slightly more friendly with the Russians than he was with the West and NATO. Okay. At roughly the same time, Crimea has a referendum. And now all of a sudden this election held by the same people is a problem where they go, we'd like to be part of Russia. <laughs> so Russia takes them, <clears throat> makes them part of Russia. Um, then you get to now. Uh, the, the big catalyst that you haven't heard anybody talk about was Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, <clears throat> has been shelling a ethnically Russian region uh, who have separatist elements. I guess they had a vote and decided not to actually separate, but then the militants elements are still like, we're still going to be our we, own thing. We want to do our own thing. So he's been bombarding them with artillery. <sighs> They've been saying to Russia, help us, we're Russians. So there's some sympathies there. And the straw that broke the camel's back was <laughs> Zelensky went to uh, some kind of conference agreed to stop that it involved the Russians like please stop shelling the Russians in your country he said okay and then he came home and they kept shelling the Russians in their country uh, and then yeah I guess the real last straw was he made some kind of speech somewhere um, saying how it'd be pretty neat if we were part of NATO because we gave up our nukes and uh, you know We'd either like to be part of NATO or have nukes, so <laughs> and and that's when Putin was like, Okay, <clears throat> I'm not putting up with any more of this. Now I'm not saying that the right thing to do is to invade Ukraine, but he kind of got into a position of he's under political pressure from Russia that's like he's fucking with Russians. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. <laughs> They're the scariest white people. Um, so here we are. Uh, so this first story is about how on YouTube, <clears throat> this uh, this movie done by Oliver Stone, which came out in 2016 and basically documented the 2014 coup that I talked about uh, called Ukraine on Fire. Uh, so this has been updated since then. First, it was they placed an inappropriate or offensive content warning. And now they have straight up removed it from YouTube. So you can't watch this on YouTube. They're controlling the information. Uh -huh. Because this paints Putin, I wouldn't quite say in a flattering light, but it... It de-villainizes. <laughs> he's it the, takes he's it not the bad guy. White to he's not the... In fact, in this, if anything, the like Western-backed coup is the bad guy. <laughs> right. So that's, that's number one. Uh, number two and some, some 
nonsense. I wanted to get into all the virtue signaling after this. So as you see here, governors ban Russian vodka sales in state liquor stores. These This is in states uh, that have state-run liquor stores, like uh, Pennsylvania is one. I'm not sure where else. That's the only state I've ever been to that has that. Um, but several states, the governors have signed uh, <clears throat> executive orders saying, stop the sale, destroy all your supplies. Jesus. And here's why that's fucking stupid. <clears throat> they already got the money. <laughs> they already have the money. You're not hey, having. Here's our Russian friend. You're, yeah. Speaking of <laughs> Russia, um, Russia already got the money on that. Yeah, you're. It's already been in their hands for. You're months. not hurting their economy you're or whatever. Just hurting that. That local shop owner. Yep. Well, in in these states, those are state owned. So, so you're, you're hurting. You're hurting. Yeah, state revenue. Yeah, you're hurting your revenue. so fucking dumb um another silly um virtue signaling nonsense representative swalwell who you may remember tried to run for president um and uh is now famous for farting during an interview on live tv and um having it come out that he was sleeping with a chinese spy I mean, <laughs> but, you know, California, man, Shit um, happens. he would like to expel Russian exchange students. Um, I, well, the way this is worded, I'm not sure if it's exchange students or everybody here with a student visa is, I think, what his plan actually is not exchange like exchange implies they came over here. We sent someone over there. Also, if that is his plan, that's fucking dangerous, because if you do your move first, Putin could go, well, none of, none of yours are leaving. Uh-huh. He may keep them there even if they don't want to live. Yeah. <laughs> stay. <clears throat> and again. Why would you? I don't. Yeah. This is a well, war we're not even involved in yet. Not, I mean, literally involved. And we're, you know, sending aid no, and stuff I mean, like that. You know, well, yeah, they launder <clears throat> our, our politicians' money. But other than yeah. That, like. <laughs> so. I don't know. Also, this kind remember, of... Remember we remember how it got mad at me because I said there's one silver lining for World War II for Colorado? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we have a lot of really nice Asian restaurants. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, this kind of smacks of a little bit of that. It really does. Russia's the problem, so we hate Russians regardless of who, who they actually are. Right. I can understand some cautious, like, you know, let's not... Let's not have them go into some school program that looks at sensitive government shit or whatever if something like that exists. You and I can't even go into places like that. Well, well I can. Yeah, we can. But um, I digress. It just reminds me of a funny story. Most of my old job is run by Russian dudes out of, out of Sacramento. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, they're all here in Colorado, and the one guy's giving my old boss some shit, and he's like, this ain't the Ukraine. I'll fucking knock your teeth out. <laughs> I was like, Yeah! <laughs> Can't just walk into my office and talk shit to me. Well, the, <laughs> he's like, the, we ain't the Ukrainians. We're Colorado. We'll knock your teeth out. <clears throat> I thought that was the most stupid. <laughs> and in hindsight, pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Well, and the dumbest one that I've seen. This comes out of. Oh, uh, for shits. Cardiff, Wales. 
the Philharmonic Orchestra there is pulling Tchaikovsky music out of their program because he was Russian 100 years ago. <laughs> well, more than that now. Yeah, 150 years ago. He was, that's fucking stupid. It's like, come on. No, that's stupid. Petty. Yeah. Petty, petty bullshit. And again, well, look, man, do you, I remember the first time I thought my grandpa was a fucking retard was when he said, "Those we're at a restaurant. She says, French fries? He goes, no, freedom fries. And I'm like, you're a pretentious prick. You're an idiot. You drank the fucking Kool-Aid, old man. <laughs> I was like, you drank the Kool-Aid, didn't you? He's like, what? Like, freedom fries? No, they're fucking French fries. Yeah. It's not freedom. God damn it. I remember Freedom Fries. That was some. I remember shit. that too. That was pretty silly. <clears throat> so, yeah, let's. And it's just gone. I thought it, I never thought it would get worse than that. And here we are. We're pulling. Well, like okay. And now I'm curious, and maybe people can look this up because I haven't taken the time. Back in World War II, was there like, don't make German chocolate cake, make. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> let's call my grandma. <laughs> Hey, Grammy, did we boycott bratwurst in general? You know, like <laughs> no shit, <laughs> no sauerkraut. No, it yes. has the word kraut in it. No kraut. You know that's fine. Is, <clears throat> that was a Jerry word. <laughs> uh. <laughs> wow. See, well, I can say that because I'm part Jerry. Hey, um, yeah. So it it's fucking silly, and like I said. This isn't a black and white, here's the good guy, here's the bad guy. Never is. Dumb shit has been done by both sides. Uh, also, I, I would point out that I I think if Putin really wanted to just shock and awe take Ukraine, it'd be taken. Oh, yeah. Like, he has a million-man army. <laughs> well, I was like, this is another interesting <laughs> No, you'll, oh. you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> what? Another anorexic? Well, I'm like, like we have a 40-mile 40, 40 convoy. There's more to this than what meets the eye. We have this 40-mile convoy and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, Ukraine has an Air Force, right? Sort of, yeah. Somebody's got a high-altitude yeah. bomber. Yeah, yeah. That would I would just have. Well, the, the, and I think the problem there is if – Assuming that that convoy exists the way it's being portrayed, that it stalled the way that they say that it stalled. Um, if they bombed it, because there hasn't been a whole lot of air stuff, clearly the Russians would have air superiority. And I don't, I, you know, I would see they bomb that. The next, you know, every airfield they have has been bombed. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, but yeah. <clears throat> Putin's tactic seems to be he does some shit, he takes over some shit, and he goes, all right, you guys ready to negotiate? And they go, no, fuck you. And he's like, okay. He does some shit, he takes over some shit, and he's like, all right, you guys ready to negotiate? And they're like, no. no. <laughs> he does some shit, and he takes some shit, and they're like, are you ready now? <laughs> so three dudes on the beach. As opposed to, like, and even when we shock and awed, it took us like three weeks to get to Baghdad. Yeah. So, and they they were nowhere near as technologically advanced as someone like Ukraine. 
<clears throat> so anyways, I think that's enough. I don't want to get too much into it again because we, we can run into trouble with what YouTube says allows is the truth. to be up. Yeah. You get too pro Putin and apparently that's a problem. And, I don't, and I don't, I just without don't. any nuance too. Like I don't think Oliver Stone set out to make a movie that, that paints was... Putin as a wonderful guy. It's just he was less worse <laughs> yeah, than he the was other less side worse in that than, coup. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so look. If you're a politician, <laughs> you're bad. Period. You're all bad. You're all terrible. Maybe, maybe at some point we'll do a locals only. Here's what's really going on. If we can kind of wade through some of that, but um, like I said, the other thing too is I don't know what to believe. I saw, I think it was the New York Post had a thing about <clears throat> family butchered by bombs from Russia, and it showed a picture, and there's like bodies laying around. Not a drop of blood. <laughs> They're all that. intact. That's what I said. I'm like I butchered. Also, I don't think maybe these are really dead people, but they did not die from like a bombing because when that happens, there's missing bits. You're yeah. You don't just fall down and go. Oh. Uh, it's not the eighteen <laughs> where BA jumps out of a cake and starts lighting it up yeah. with an M4. So and nobody gets shot. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. We'll uh we'll move on to what's pissing us off, <laughs> and that will be uh anorexia. That will be much more fun. No, it's not anorexia. You'll it'll it'll piss you off more than that. So I'm just going to play this video for you, Eric. Okay. And uh, feel free to tell me your thoughts. Let's have it. That's how we should, you know, like get down with yourself, explore your own body. Masturbation is really healthy, and I recommend okay. it to people of all ages. All ages. No. As soon as my nephews could talk, no. they were doing that. That's what they were doing. Kids touch themselves. Not kids start to Uh-oh. ask questions and we teach them the language for their bodies, right? That's your nose, touch your nose, show Aunt T, you can touch your nose. But my sister's not saying that when they're tugging at their penis, right? But it feels good, right? We have to learn ways to talk to young people about this so that they know how to explore their body consensually so that it's not in public, right? <laughs> we don't want people exploring their bodies in public. That's not consensual. But exploring your body at any age Grandmas, grandpas, all of us need to be exploring our body. <laughs> also, I'd like to point out this lady runs a sex and gender summer camp that explores all the LGBTQ things. <laughs> it's always the heifers. Always. The head up this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, always. God damn it. Um, Um, All right. Stop sexualizing children. Yes. Do not teach children how to masturbate. Um, So you tell them, yeah, I agree with her. Say that, you know, it's your penis. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, that's private. It's your private parts. Correct terminology I tend to agree with. Mm -hmm. Like one thing that I... To be honest, I don't know how I feel about it, but I don't necessarily like it. Is um, someone I know 
refers to their vagina as a cookie. And I think that's a little weird. And Yeah, why? Does it have crumbs? Dirty, gross. And I'm like, we're cookie. F- cookie, what the fuck? <sighs> I mean, I could see if you took a nut shot <laughs> right in the cooter. Oh, bam. And you're like, oh, you crumbled my cookie. That would be funny. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, no, use proper terms. Um, <clears throat> and when you're dealing with children, again, I'm like the coolest uncle when – Stuff like that happens. <sighs> Jesus. I just know that the nieces sometimes wear skirts and sometimes they sit like this. And yeah. I, I'm like, ladies. Yep. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Ladies. Yeah. Right. And it's, you know. Yep. You know. Yeah. Barn door gets closed. Also, I would like to point out, there's no need for a sex summer camp that already exists. It's called summer camp. <laughs> it's called bed camp, summer camp, boy scout camp. Name name the summer camp that's happening there. <laughs> that's happening there. So trust me, it is. <laughs> How did we sign up to be counselors for that one? What the sex camp? Yeah, the um, hungry heifer sex camp. The anorexic sex oh, camp. I don't want to. I don't want to go to that. <laughs> uh, why not? Um, stop sexualizing children. Yeah, it's, and don't. You, that's not how you're 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 a pedo and you're you're justifying your well that's like uh um I should have had something on this people are all upset because there's that bill out of Florida that I think DeSantis signed um that opponents are calling the don't say gay bill and he oh he lit up this reporter that said uh what do you have to say he's like does it say that does it say that in the bill and the guy's like, well, no, but uh, people opposed to it. He's like, yeah, just like anything else, they make up a stupid name that has nothing to do with the bill. Just like the Patriot Act wasn't patriotic. <laughs> and he named some other stuff. You know, the Affordable Care Act didn't provide any affordable didn't care. Afford any, <laughs> didn't afford nothing. So people that, you know, they come up with his name, it's actually has to do with um, it prohibits talking about sex and gender, explicitly prohibits that for grades Zero to three. Yeah. And then says it has to be age, age appropriate beyond that. Beyond that. Here's why. Because you fucking stupid ass teachers that are in there <clears throat> it's talking the, about. It's to prevent the. I, I came out to my class. I came out first to my grade. classroom. I'm a first grader. You don't need to hear that. That's, that's not age appropriate. <laughs> you come out to your family. You don't need to come out to anybody else. To your students of your kindergarten class. Yeah. So. What was that other bitch? That other fucking bitch was like, I'm teaching them to blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. It was the whole. That one dude is like, I the college guy, the college I professor. A, the, the, I got 30 minutes to turn them into warriors. And yeah, shit, or whatever. Or Activists. It's Activists. like, that's not what you need to do with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that other, that other third grade teacher who. The one where they were like pledging allegiance to the pride flag instead the pride of the flag, American flag. She was talking about. She's like, I I let my children know that I have a vagina, and she's bouncing off the walls. And do, I'm like, yeah. no, they're in kindergarten. Yeah. So there. You so go. yeah, it's not. It's not got nothing to do. Well, let's look back on a fonder time when things like this weren't going on. <laughs> <laughs> it was the summer of night 2019 before <laughs> Corona hit. <laughs> 
Well, we might go back farther than that. But, uh, <laughs> it'll be the week in his story. And go. There we go. All right, well, I really like your Arnold Schwarzenegger choir. Oh, that's good shit. Uh, let's see, March 10th. 1776 common sense by thomas Paine is published uh you could say that this was the kind of founding document for the revolution that was to come um yeah <laughs> led led more or less directly to that declaration a few months later <laughs> written by an englishman <laughs> i love how they did that yeah <laughs> um <laughs> Let's Some see. people sat around discussing shit that really affected them versus whether or not you're anorexic or not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. March 11th, 1811. Ned Ludd leads a group of workers in a wild protest against mechanization. Of course, this group was later known as Luddites because they were opposed to technology taking their jobs. <laughs> yep um you guys you guys should have tried harder yeah march 12th 1945 uh of course and this is the thing at the site i get this from says diarist i'm not sure if that's quite (laughs) the most apt uh concentration camp victim (laughs) and frank dies in a concentration camp uh of course after being caught in Where's the Anne Frank? Is that Austria? Mm-hmm, in the walls. Yeah. Um, so hiding, hiding in the walls in the attic. And, and I'll just reiterate all you COVID tattletales, you would have told on her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, wearing your mask. You killed this little girl. Yep. Uh, March 13th. And millions of other people. You rap finks. That's true. March 13th, 1974. <clears throat> oh, this could be uh, quite apt. Uh, the Arab nations finally decide to end the embargo, oil embargo that had been going on for about a year on the United States. Um, you want to talk about high gas prices or like the picture shows, just gas stations not having gas? <laughs> yep. This is what happens when we don't drill for our own oil. So, yeah. Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, that thing going around the internet that has said it was nine seventy five a gallon in Sacramento. First off, that photograph is not in Sacramento. <laughs> okay. It's a little bit further south in there. It's uh um I actually pretty sure I was at that gas station a time or two with the Dutch brothers next door. It looks very familiar. Yeah. <laughs> um the original photo was done like three weeks ago and it was at six seventy nine. Mm. You can zoom in and you see it says nine. They like Yeah, yeah fuckers. Shopped it. Shopped it. Gas prices are, this is the thing about gas prices. They are not going to hit $9 a gallon. <clears throat> not this year. We'll see. Mm-mm. There is that There is that wonderful meme. I should have pulled that up. Um, I guess an I am legend 
in LA. It was six, whatever they decided was an astronomical, like silly post pandemic, post apocalyptic number. Number. And uh, LA has exceeded that. Yeah, they're at 675. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yep. No, uh, the uh, the general consensus is they will, they will let gas become a loss leader and run out before they'll they'll hit ten dollars a gallon. It's political we'll move. Political move. We'll see. We'll see. Just buy a Tesla. Well, that's <clears> thing, you, know. you know, buy yourself a hybrid. Yeah, because lithium mines are a lot better for they're, the environment. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Who's March, this handsome devil? March 14th, 1879 marks the birth of Albert Einstein, of course, the mathematician best known for the theory of relativity. Uh, another German fellow. Another German fellow and hell of a clerk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> March. Speaking of clerks, Trevor has an apology. Oh, to yes, make. I do have an apology. <laughs> yes. It has to do with last week's yes. week in history. I talked about how Alexander Graham Bell stole his his patent patent for the telephone. I was confusing him with somebody else. So, on I I just want to be very clear here. Um, I was confusing him with Thomas Edison, who did steal <laughs> patents as a patent <laughs> clerk, and then. Uh, resubmit them as his own uh and i just want to say to all of the graham bell family i apologize for any pain that i may have caused uh i did not mean to call your ancestor alexander a thief he wasn't and i'm sorry likely he well i mean likely could have could have we don't know i don't i don't know either way we're sorry i don't know that he was a patent clerk so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> screw that up <laughs> so the I'm only sorry. part we got right was Watson help yes that, that part was correct <laughs> okay sorry Bell family yep um let's see March 15th 1916 General John Pershing and his 15,000 troops chased Pancho Villa into Mexico and one Mexican that jumped over to the other side looks really happy <laughs> he's like i made it over here finally let's see if i know what this is because i apparently didn't put it into the script oh yeah uh lyndon johnson announces his war on poverty which like all wars on ambiguous uh you know words like concepts uh has worked out really well there is no more poverty no more poverty there are no more like there's no more drugs. drugs I don't know there, what other wars have we had. Uh, I don't know. There's no more education. <laughs> so, no yeah. more drugs. Uh, there's no more bad rap music. Yeah. Well, that's good shit. <laughs> that's good shit. And uh, that that marks the end of the week in his story and the end of our show. Mm. Well, it's been a hell of a show. Oh, uh, let's see here. Those what wrong. is happening? Uh, looks like from last week. Sorry. Looks like we don't have uh, a whole lot of plugs this week. So, um, you know, get out there. Enjoy yourself on this cold-ass weekend. Yeah. Or stay home and don't cause any more accidents because I've seen enough. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, we'd like to thank our sponsors, EXO Auto Works, Enharmonic Studios, Crafts by Carolyn Lane, and The Beard Struggle. Thank you for watching and or listening. Please check us out on the web at uh, mantoolsmedia.com. Uh, our social media uh, is the links uh, .co slash mantoolsmedia. Um, and once again, please like, subscribe, share, do all the stuff to the buttons and because those are to- those buttons are toys. <laughs> you can play with those all day long. Yeah. Um and then uh check out our check out our merch. There's some funny shit in there. You yeah. Guys, you guys might dig that. Uh perfect gift for that uh um um Valentine's Day. Cuz you forgot it and you can just say you bought it and it shipped and it finally got yeah. here. There you go. Yeah. That's nice. It's good. It's smart because it took. Just tell them it took forever to ship, but you yep. got them some mantles. So. They'll really appreciate a cunt of carrot. <laughs> Everybody does. The Harambe variant is out now. Yeah. Uh-huh. See what I did there. <laughs> so yeah, thank you guys. We'll see you next week. Don't uh, also remember this week on our locals. Is that correct? Yes. Um, we're we, about to tape it, and it'll be posted tomorrow. Be posted tomorrow. Tape it. Tape it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that tape we're going to use. I hope we have enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Want to record that? Yeah. I'd still say it, too. Um, <laughs> uh, did you tape over that? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> tape over it? What? Oh, my goodness. Thanks for watching. Hope you had fun. We'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying.